Now, I, I was requested to not do a super big hype up. So against my instincts, please welcome Doug Schultz. <clears throat> Thank you, Alec. Alec and I actually work together, so I told him not to give any super bad stories. So. <clears throat> well, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a, it's a gift, actually. And um, uh, I, I'd just like to share some stories with you today. Uh, it'll give you a chance to get to know a little about, uh, about me, about our family. Uh, and then weave in there, in some of those experiences, how Scripture has uh, made an impact in some of those life experiences. And I mean, whether you relate directly with that or not, I, I hope that... Um, we'll be able to uh, have you pull away something that you can apply in, in your life. So as far as the teaching aspect, I'm really relying on the Holy Spirit and you to do a little work with me this morning uh, so that you can, you can pull, pull something from, from some of these experiences. Um, before I get into the, the main uh, part of the message, I want to take you back to uh, a point Early in, in our, our marriage, my wife Lisa's here with me, um, we were in a similar setting such as this. We uh, were attending a, a business conference, actually, and it was a Sunday morning service that followed that. So very similar setting. Praise team had just gotten done. Uh, you know, uh, uh, a message was, was brought forward. And the reason we were there is we had just checked off you know, a few major things in our life. We had successfully gone through college, uh, we got married, uh, had our, our first house. We hadn't started having kids yet, but we were on a roll. And, um, and we were just looking, looking to conquer, you know, what was the, the, the next thing in a worldly way. You know, what are the, you know, the marks of success? And, uh, uh, we were looking to you know, get more control, you know, financially ind- independent. And we were there amongst uh, a few people that we know. If you look around, you, you know, know people here. Some people you might know, not know a- as well. We were in that same setting. And um, after the message, I-, I thought I was looking for, for monetary gain and, and, and control and things like that. And the Lord just melted my heart. And uh, at that moment, it was a, a time that I recommi- recommitted myself. For Lisa, I think it was a salvation opportunity moment for her. And um, what, we, what we saw amongst the people that we were, that we were uh, attending with is uh, some married couples that had been married a little bit longer than us, and what we saw in them was just a, just a rock-solid... Um, peace uh, in their life. And, and what I came into that conference with was uh, a self-reliance and uh, um, a pride. And I was just able to shed that and accept the Lord. And so I'm going to pause right there in my story a little bit. Maybe we can recap at the end. But that's where I'm coming to you from as I give you the rest of this message. So... Mm. 
That was a picture taken a few years ago. Um, I love sailing. Um, I, I love it. I, I grew up sailing with my dad. Uh, when, he, um, when he was uh, early in his uh, life, in his, his family life uh, with me, had like a 10-foot butterfly. It was enough room for his feet and me as a toddler. And as I grew, the boats grew, and uh, that's, that's how we spent time together. Um, sailing, I grew up in the Chicago area, so we'd sail on Lake, Lake Michigan. Many of our vacations would be uh, crossing Lake Michigan uh, to the west side of, uh, of Michigan, and that's, uh, that's, that's how I grew up. I, uh, you know, I would come to Michigan, and there's these sandy beaches, and it was sunny, and you guys would give away money. There'd be these cans, and you could pick them up as like a middle school, you know. We didn't have that in Chicago. You would actually, you know, find money. It was like pirate treasure. Um, so uh, that, that, was, that was how I, I grew up. My passion for, for sailing is um, really it's God's creation. He gives us the gift of water and being outside and the wind and the, and the weather. And as a sailor, you take that um, and you, uh, you, know, you do the best that you can with it to get to a destination. Uh, whether the, wherever the wind is coming from, you know, sometimes you've got to tack and zigzag to get there. Uh, but it, it's a challenge, and so um, you know you have a part in that success. But then you realize that at any at any moment God can just make it a glorious time or make it an adventure. You know, however He chooses to just do that. And, and so that, that's me. If you're ever wondering what I'm thinking about, um, uh, it's either the last time I sailed or when I'm going to sail next. So just to give you a clue. Um, <clears throat> but. Um, so, so, so that's me. This picture is um, of the first time that Lisa came to Chicago to meet my dad and his wife, uh, coming from a small farm in, in Hadley to the big city in Chicago, and I, I think the first time sailing. And uh, and so here we are on on, on our family boat. Um, it's the I love this picture. This is everything great about my life. Sailing, uh, beautiful girlfriend at this point. Um, things couldn't be better. This is not Lisa's favorite picture. <laughs> um, she is about, we're about two or three miles out. About that point, you lose the sight of land. Um, she grew up on the farm, so comfort on the water, not her, not her big thing, right? We're, if you can tell, we're healing. That's a natural part of being on the sailboat. Not very natural to somebody not used to being on a, on a sailboat. A little bit nervous making the first impression for the parents. And look at that smile on her face. Isn't she having a great time? She's, she's looking to walk on water, actually. She's looking, how can I get off this? Uh, I'm, I'm sick as a dog. You can't tell that. But, um, uh, you know, and so, you know, I list up here. You know, Proverbs uh, 3, 5, and 6. And, you know, that talks about um, trust in the Lord with all your heart. She is. She's trusting that she's going to get back safely to the shore. Uh, but lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. 
Uh, do not be wise in your own eyes. And so, you know, a little bit of this is, you know, you see one thing in this picture, but you might, if you just leaned on your own understanding, you might not, you know, understand what's, what's going on. You know, people um, can be terrified, terrified behind the smiles that you see. So even sitting around today, there may be some people that are you know, going through some challenges, and we just don't understand. Um, and on the flip side of that, you know, if you, if Lisa relied totally on her understanding of what that boat was doing, she thought we'd be, we were going over, right? Uh, didn't understand the dynamics of the keel and, you know, you know, that it's not going to flip over, but in her mind, we were, we were goners, right? So, um, <clears throat> so fast forward a little bit, um, she did gain some confidence in sailing, uh, we ended up raising our, our four kids, uh, started with four, ended with four, so it was a successful thing. Um, um, but all of our summer vacations were, were sailing. We would take a week, two weeks at a time, uh, uh, sail across Lake Huron or up and down, down the shore. And um, it was always a challenge, always an adventure. Um, whether we planned on it being that way or not, uh, and I guess that was a model for, uh, for everything that we had going on, right? Raising kids is a challenge, is an adventure. Having a marriage, really anything that you, that you do, there's a bit of risk uh, and a bit of faith involved in that. And, and, and that was just a part of, part of who we were and are. <clears throat> so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. Adventures and storms. Uh, uh, our, our lives are filled with uh, adventures, whether we choose to, to take them or not, and storms, whether we want them or not, they, they come through our lives. And I hope that I can illustrate how, uh, at least in some situations for, for myself, God was able to get me where I needed to be when I needed to be there. Might not be my timing, uh, but it was certainly his. So, in each of our uh, vacations, as I mentioned, as a family, um, I would, <clears throat> every time we were on the boat, I would log each of those trips in this, in this log book. And it was kind of a, a journal. I don't journal normally, but I guess this is a life journal, really, for me. Um, <clears throat> and one of those trips I'm going to talk to you about today is a trip that we, uh, uh, that we took. This is back in 2007. Uh, our home port was Lexington at that point in time, just about a you know, half hour north of Port Huron. Um, and we had gone all the way up to Presqu'ile, and uh, we were on our way back. This was a, a Thursday, um, and I've got, a, I've got a week of vacation, right? And we go about seven knots tops, right? And this is not... Um, this is not the uh, Top Gun Maverick sailing, right? If anybody has seen, seen that, that scene in, the, in that movie. Although there are times that, that we've done that, but that's not the, you know, that's the normal. So it takes us a while to get places. Uh, in this case, we were, we were coming back. We had to stop in Tawas uh, to get a broken, uh, to fix a broken part because you're sailing. Things break. 
Um, at this point, we, we had our daughter Hannah, who was 12, operating the throttle because the cable broke. So she was right next to the diesel engine in there with a screwdriver, um, you know, operating. Th- not ideal, right? So we needed to get that fixed. Um, so we were, uh, we were leaving. Uh, we had to make time, cut across uh, Saginaw Bay to Port Austin and, and then make our, our way back. So I'll just, I'll just read a little bit of the entry here. So um, the GPS, so back in Stone Age here, we didn't have phones where we could instantly see where we were. We had a handheld GPS. It's not picking up the satellites. Um, so that meant we were, we were using the compass, which is fine. I've cr- crossed Lake Huron using the compass before, so it shouldn't be a problem. Forecast is for thunderstorms uh, in the afternoon, so we left around 10 o'clock after the parts store opened and we got things fixed. Uh, we decided against going to Caseville since they were having Cheeseburger Fest so that there would be no room there, and it would be busy. Ten knots of wind uh, from the northeast gave us two to three foot uh, waves on the bow. So all across Lake Huron, the wind was building and the waves were building, so... Um, since the GPS was not working, we set a compass course for Port Austin. Conditions got rough midway, and all the kids were sprawled in the cockpit. After three hours, we were out of sight of both shores. Lisa was at the wheel full-time to avoid being sick and letting me take care of the kids. So a uh, little trick here. Um, if you're feeling sick, I give you the wheel because if you're paying attention to something, you're less likely to get sick. So that's where Lisa was, whether she wanted to be there or not. And I was handling everything else. Everybody was sick. The dog was sick. It was... So it was the beauty of sailing right there. Um, so within the next half hour, we were looking hard for land and saw something 60 degrees off our heading. We were heading there, we saw something over here, and we should have we been seeing land, but we, we didn't. Um, so we turned towards to find it was a freighter running perpendicular to us, which is at least meant that he was in the bay. Uh, I hailed him on the radio. That's one of those handheld things, not the, not the phone for, for some of you younger people. Um, and uh, sighting him, it was... Um, and somebody thankfully answered and answered our hail and um, said it was another hour and a half to get back in. So all over, it was a a five-hour trip that should have been three to four hours. But so that was the somewhat passive journal entry. This is what Lisa was thinking was going on, right? And this is how she remembers it. Um, the, The freighter just appeared out of nowhere, uh, I, you know, I thought that we were going to, to Port Austin. I, you know, I had complete faith that that's where we're headed. And for some reason, this freighter appeared, and he told me, no, you were not headed to Port Austin. You were headed to Canada. <laughs> so had I kept going on that course, that's where I would have ended up, oh, you know, maybe 12 or 15 hours or something like that. But, um, and so that certainly would have put a crimp in my you know, one-week vacation schedule. But, um, you know, that, that just goes to show that, uh, you know, some, sometimes you think you're heading in one direction and you're, and you're really not, 
or you're heading in a particular direction and that's really not the destination that you want to want to be towards. And it doesn't need to be off by much, uh, just, just a little bit. And um, so, yeah, that's just, that's just one, one story. Um, but what I, what I parallel that to is um, this is a, a, a watercolor painting by Rembrandt. I think it's watercolor. Um, of the Sea of Galilee. Now, you can tell it's somewhat of a realistic photo because there's something broken. The backstay on the, uh, off the mast is broken and flying in the wind. Um, and that's like a typical family, family vacation photo for you, for us. And, um, uh, you know, although, uh, although there are experienced fishermen on this boat, there's only one of them leaning over the side getting sick. So somewhat, you know, I, I question that a bit. But um, <clears throat> there are two, uh, two passages we're going to go through that talks about this, uh, Luke 8 and, um, and, and Mark 4. So one day Jesus said to his disciples, let's go to the other side of the lake. So they got on the boat and set out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. The squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided, and all was calm. I could have done with that about three hours into that trip, um, but uh, obviously that didn't happen. Where is your faith, he asked. Um, his disciples, in fear and amazement, they ask one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Now, in Mark, we have a similar, uh, similar passage. If, if I backed up to verse 33, um, that gives a little pretext here. Um, just before they set off on, on their journey, um, it says, with many similar parables, Jesus spoke the word to them as much as they would understand. He did not say anything to them without using a parable, but when he was alone with his own disciples, he explained everything. So before they had gotten on this journey, um, Jesus has gone through the parable of the mustard seed, uh, showing the lamp on the stand, uh, the, the sower, all these key parables that, that uh, that, that we, we use as, as learning tools. Um, but he said when he was alone with his disciples, he explained everything. Um, so getting further in, into that passage, then that day uh, when the evening came, he said to his disciples, again, let us go over to the other side. Leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as... Um, he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. A furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. Um, the disciples woke him and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and it was completely calm. He said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Do you have no faith? Um, I can tell you in the middle of that that storm it's 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 scary even if you've been out there in, in rough conditions um uh, you just don't know what's going to happen they were terrified and asked each other who is this even the wind and the waves obey him uh this is what Christ has challenged me with how about you 
um, two key verses that, that jump out to me is the fact that um, when we're sailing, the thing that I like about sailing uh, is it gives me an opportunity, whether I'm with just family or friends, uh, I had several f- friends in here that have been with us um, out sailing when we had our, had our larger boat. It, it gives you an isolated time to talk. There's not a lot of distractions, not a lot of other things to do. And uh, I, I can only imagine that when Jesus was in the boat with his disciples, it gave him a chance to explain all these parables. I mean, it's, you don't have a lot of other distractions or you know, anybody else um, you know, taking away your, um, you know, your thoughts. And it's, it's just a time to, um, to have that real connection. Um, that's a time that we get together with Christ when we pray, when we read through Scripture, uh, when we ask the Holy Spirit into our lives, no matter if it's the middle of a story, you know, we're just needing to spend time with Him. Carving out that isolated time with Him is something that we can do at any time. Uh, the other part is in both of those passages, he said, let us go to the other side. He didn't say, let's go halfway. Or let's, you know, let's get you in the middle of that bay and, you know, and, and get you swamped and, you know, and, and it's all over. He said, we're going to the other side. And so um, in, in the Bible, uh, again and again, whether we're talking about uh, going across the Sea of Galilee or any other challenge you want to uh, pick up, Christ through his word, tells us he has taken us to the other side. And that's all we need to rely on. Uh, can't tell you how it's going to happen. Can't tell you that it's not going to be scary or, uh, you know, or challenging or wet, whether you're going to be covered with barf. Um, you know, he's going to get you to the other side. So, rather than keeping the scary storm photo up, um, this is a picture of the actual Port Austin lighthouse in calm seas and uh, actual watercolor of uh, painting of that. And um, I would just ask you, what, you know, what is your storm? Uh, is it a relationship? Is it uh, you know, an illness? Is it uh, uh, a work thing going on? It, I mean... You name it, you know, if you're in the middle of it, um, you, know, you, know, what's, you know, what's shaking you right now? And, um, you know, what, what, is, what is your destination? Do you, do you have a goal in mind or, um, or are you just kind of floating around? I mean, if you don't have a direction, how do you know, you know, that you're off course or, or, uh, or, or where you're going? Um, you know, Christ can help you with that, um, in that in that time of prayer. Um, who or what is guiding you at at the point um, that I set that we set out in the morning? I had complete faith that that compass was 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 taking us in the right direction. I can't tell you why it didn't, 
Uh, we've been using compasses for a long time. And, and um, for, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was God just messing with me so I'd have a good sermon topic today, but, um, you know, some things, if you, uh, you know, again, getting back to that initial Proverbs, if you rely on your own understanding, um, you know, perhaps that guidance has not taken you in the direction that you need to be. Um, yeah, uh, who are you relying on? Um, you know, are you relying on yourself? Sometimes that's not always the, uh, you know, relying on your own understanding is not the, the best method. Um, you know, in this case, I was, I was relying on the advice of a, a freighter that appeared out of nowhere and, and a guy across the radio. And, um, you know, hoping that the advice that he was giving me was, was going to take me in the right direction. Um, are you leaning on your own understanding? I guess for me, um, that's, a, that's a challenge that I continue to wrestle with every day. Um, just relying on God and, and how he directs me and not on my own perceptions. That's, um, that's a huge challenge for me, and, and I'm just glad that um, uh, I have enough sailing stories and, uh, and, and God coming through for me uh, to help me maybe learn that lesson a little bit easier along the way. Uh, you know, who else is in the boat with you? I mean, you could be making decisions, um, <clears throat> you know, on, on your own, but in this case when we were, we were crossing the lake, my everything that meant the world to me was in that boat with me. And uh, it was my, uh, you know, responsibility to get them safely to shore. Um, and I, you know, you know, thankfully God got us there. And, um, you know, so some of your decisions or the pride that might be leading you from fully accepting God's guidance in your life can be impacting more than just yourself. These are some pictures of when we finally got to shore and enjoyed the Port Austin shoreline. So it was, uh, it was okay, it was worth a trip. At least I thought so. Lisa might not agree with me, but... Um, how are you marking your progress? Uh, in the charts that I had, I, I was, I was uh, taking, uh, taking records you know, along the path of where I thought we needed to be uh, and where I should be able to see shore at a, at a certain time. So I knew that, that something was wrong. Um, so that's why I was looking for the freighter and asking for confirmation. And, um, and, and so in your life, how are you uh, marking your progress? Who are you checking in with? Do you have an accountability person? Is there somebody that you can be honest enough with um, that will tell you if you're off course? Um, have you found to look for the what in a situation instead of the why? Uh, I can tell you that in the middle of that journey, I was not thinking, oh, this is going to make a great sermon someday. I was like, you know, I'm gonna, you know, how am I going to get to shore? But uh, you know, more and more as I go through storms and, and journeys and stuff like that, I find myself uh, 
asking about the, the what, what God are you trying to teach me here? Uh, not just why is this happening, um, because the why I can't really do anything about, um, but, but I can learn. Um, and so, yeah, that's a, that's a repeat. So, um, A couple structures, uh, a couple scripture verses to hang on. Instead of just answering questions in, in your own head, um, God's got better answers. So in Psalm 32, um, scripture tells us, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. He knows the plan that he's got for, for me, anyway. And uh, if I am patient enough, and aware enough to listen, he'll let me know. Um, and, and then in Romans, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to um, to test and uh, prove what God's will is, is good, pleasing, and perfect will. So, uh, you know, for those that, that love God and, and know him, uh, he takes everything for uh, our and makes it for our good and for his glory. And just knowing that uh, that um, his good, pleasing, and perfect will will be played out in our lives gives us assurance that we can get through the storms in our lives. So uh, God does have a plan uh, for for me and for you and for for us together uh, as. Uh, believers in Christ. Um, you know, it, it wouldn't be an adventure without a challenge. Uh, I, I would like for, for you at whatever point you are, uh, if you've gone through storms in your life, don't be afraid of the next challenge that, just because you've gone through storms in the past. It's, it's worth it. God's got um, this amazing adventure outlined for us uh, in spite of the challenges that, that he gets us through. And so whether that's leaving for college soon, my, my daughter's leaving for, for college, it's a great adventure. Will it be scary? Yes. But, uh, you know, will we be there to help pull you through? Yes. But even if we're not there, God's going to be there for you. That could be a work adventure. It could be a relationship adventure. Um, it is worth going through the challenge. God promises to be there with us. Um, and then just replace the but I with but God. Um, again, back on the self-reliance thing. Um, God, God will get us through any storm and challenge that we've got going on. And then switch from knowing about Christ um, and accepting his love um, and, and the need for the Holy Spirit to guide us. Um, he's got this forever life in mind, not just this life now, but forever. And um, if we can look at that as the truly great adventure, how exciting is it just waking up every day? So, um, worship team, you guys can, can come on back up. Um, you know, I, I hope that um, a, a little bit of that 
family, what you call a family vacation for us, uh, that, that crazy time, uh, ended up being a benefit um, so I could share a bit, uh, a bit with you. I, I'm going to take you back um, to that time that was in, the, in that conference setting. Why don't you guys all stand up and um, maybe close your eyes, um, maybe help visualize uh, along with me where I was, where I was at um, after hearing that, that message, um, I was telling you that uh, God had been working on me through that message. I can't tell you who the speaker was or, or, or what the words were about, but I knew uh, in my heart that I needed something. And, and the need that I had was something that only Christ could give me. And um, if... If anybody here uh, online or, or here right now uh, needs that, needs that self-assurance, that, that recommitment, or even just for the first time reaching out and making a, a decision to allow Christ to guide them, to guide you in your life, I would ask uh, that you would have the courage um, to, to drop the pride to drop the reliance on yourself and accept Christ and if that's something um, that you feel that you need to do I would I would uh, have everybody close their eyes right now um, and if you had made that decision I would ask you to connect with me with your eyes just let me see you I see you thank you Jesus I see you. I see you. Thank you, Lord. I see you. Lord, I am so thankful for what you give us. Lord, thank you for this time um, and the lessons that you give us in your scripture. For what we can uh, rely on for the great adventures that you give us in, in life. And um, for the hope that we have in you. Um, and I am thankful for everything that you provide. In your son's name, I pray. Amen.